What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith. And I'm Jack. And you are listening to another episode of Gun Day Brunch, brought to you by Taurus USA and Guns.com. That's where the only reason where you could get guns. Guns that are affordable and reliable, but reverse that because they're reliable and affordable. Whatever. All right, guys. So uh, we're going to get right to it because I have been listening to uh, power metal covers of Disney songs. So I'm all hyped up right now. Like just absolutely- Bro, that that is a space on Spotify that's just wholesome and energizing. And I love it. And um, when you so when you guys when you posted Peyton the other day, I was like, yes, he, he has a whole it. album out now. So he took all of his covers and combined them into an album. And it's called the most magical album ever. And it's all power rock Disney covers. And I've been listening to it on repeat. And normally I get sick of an album in like two days. I'm on day like three of just constant defeating the huns and colors of the wind and uh oh the cover of the phil collins song from tarzan son of man and that song already goes yeah that was a really good song (laughs) yeah that song was already a banger and now it's just a slightly metal banger and i'm like yep i'm in this is fantastic (laughs) wonderful 10 out of 10 would do again so but anyway you know speaking of other things that are wholesome and good i want to talk about uh if you haven't seen it, guys, yet, and you haven't seen the Garantham video about the Tale of 22, man, pause us, go watch that, and then come back here and listen to the rest of this episode. It's not like it's a you're going to get spoilers or anything, but I want you to have experienced that video because it was such a surprise to me how well it came off. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, It really is the it, it is the rare example result. of true wholesome yeah internet content so for people who don't want to go watch the the grand home video uh, i will give you some context here so on a video where uh, mike was talking about how deadly a 22 is this guy who is now known as 22 man posted a comment about how when he was growing up he used to shoot uh pop cans at 710 yards with a you know Iron-sided Ruger 10-22. And the initial comment section reacted exactly as you would expect it when someone says something completely out of pocket, where they're like, no, you didn't, you're a liar, blah, 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 blah. And then the most surprising thing, that the first of the most surprising things ever happened was Mike said, well, I'll come out to my ranch and we'll uh, see if we'll do it. Yeah. And the guy said... Put your... Put your... uh, Put it on the line, man. Yeah. Do it. And the guy said, okay, which is the second most improbable thing, because normally when someone talks shit in the comment section and you're like, okay, cool, I will fly you to XYZ and you can show me, they then disappear. This guy did not disappear. So at least for me, and I, I want to know how you guys felt, we're going to pause there because at that point when I found out that this was going to happen, I made the assumption that this was going to go in a direction of basically dunking on this guy. I have... Jack first. Okay. I I had a couple of feelings. First, I thought he wasn't going to show. I figured this was... Fine, I'll be out there! And then, because what's happening here is someone has made a claim, crazy claim, and they, in generally, probably know they're wrong. This is... This is what you get when, like, I could I could beat up that UFC guy, or I could do this thing, 
and they just begin to rationalize. I I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to get called out. Um, and they don't want to step fully into this world, or they just rationalize not wanting to do it so that they can maintain their own little fantasy world. He took it up. He was like, "Yeah, I'll come out." I then had. I want to be very honest. I had a moment of like gut tightening. Like, oh man. I'm worried about this. Because anytime we take someone from the outside world and bring them in, we do not know what we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, Very tragically, you know, people have lost their lives, just interacting with crazy people. Chris Kyle. Chris, Chris Kyle. is like the example. biggest example of that. Right. And it is a... For me, I I do not I, I don't want to. If you're an internet rando and you're talking shit to me, I don't want to meet you. I don't want to talk to you. Absolutely. Um, I have had people take internet arguments uh, into the meat space and think that that was okay, and showed up at like my place of work. Oh, that's exciting. Um, and then we're like surprised when my immediate response was like over the top like get back i don't want to talk to you you need to leave that seems like a really good way to catch a bullet like and i'm right, not like so <laughs> i i immediately thought of like the couple of incidents where i've had where i not not i don't know if these people meant harm but they just didn't understand that there's a difference between the internet and reality mm. you can I take a very believe, spicy internet argument right and you can leave it there in digital space you take that same yeah, energy. I, I've had every threat possible. I've worked forward-facing on the internet for over 10 years now. I've had every mean comment said to me. I've had every threat said to me. When people are like, oh my god, I've received death threats on the internet. I'm like, that's a Tuesday. People have wished for my death on the internet for a decade now. I'm sure you guys have had weird interactions as well. And that's where I went to. And to see this go so radically different. Yeah. Was just heartwarming. Um I I I genuinely love how well this went. Genuinely love how well this went. This couldn't have gone better, in my opinion, unless unless he had actually landed one of the shots. Um, oh, that would have been so great if he if one of those twenty two guys sailed like, in there. Prop, props to props to Mike and his team editing this because you went on an emotional like you go into this genuinely knowing that like this shot this shot is like uh th this shot is pure luck if you make it it's pure luck but then you get to the point in the video where you're watching him make the attempt and you're just like do it do it do it do it. Do it. I believe. Oh, no. I, yeah, I Do was it. rooting for him. That was what was crazy about the video was, and, and this is why I want to give props to Mike and his team, is because my initial backlash, my initial reaction to that comment was the same as it's been to every single one of the people on Instagram and YouTube that has talked shit to me. And it's been like, oh, you know, like I post like 
a two five bill drill with a revolver and someone's like, oh, that's so slow. I do, you know, a one nine nine in my backyard with a whatever. Right. And my reaction is I want to see these fucking people get taken down a peg because it would just because of how good it makes me feel. And that was my initial reaction to the 710 yard shot comment. And then the script gets completely flipped on me. I mean, it is inverted because the guy's funny. He's yeah. humble. And Mike and and by, you know, a third of the way through the video, I'm like, like when he's shooting at that can, I'm like just I'm trying to will one of those 22 bullets into that I'm, can. I'm like watching my old zoomed in camera shot that they've got in frame. I'm watching it and I'm just like, show me an impact. And then so there is one, one, there is one, yeah, that one impact like that went behind it caught my breath. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, that was so cool. It was it was only a few feet off that plate. I mean, obviously his his boast was he hit a pop can and there were two of them out there. But I would have like I would have lost my mind had he rang that plate. Had we seen an impact on that plate, I would have been like, yes, man. Yeah, like just the plate alone. Um, I do want to say, like at one point, twenty-two man says, like I can see him out there. I can see the pop cans. I'm like, oh. what if he could? I that's that's just it. Like he's saying that. I'm like, this appears to be his most like retained BS claim. But I also know people who've got like crazy good eyes. Okay, so like, you would have they, to have got, like, they got the genetic lottery of eight. You would have to have like twenty five vision for that, which isn't unheard of. Yeah, What's um, the best vision ever recorded in a human. Twenty fifteen is fighter pilot level. Uh, the best eyesight ever reported in human was someone with twenty five vision. To give you an idea of how clear, and this is like to give you an idea of how clear and far he could see. Uh, his vision compares to the natural sight of eagles. So, yes. yeah, that would be about right. You could probably see a pop can at 700 yards now, if you had the eyes of an eagle. Now, even if you have that, there was a, there was also a moment where, like, the experts... One, I love the fact that this would be experts showed up to see this. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I love the fact that they got a rifle that might have been capable of it. I would love to see that $10,000 long range 22 in the hands of an expert at 710 yards. Can you hit a soda can? Man, can um, you hit a 18 by 24 piece of steel? 710 yards is a really long way. Right. Like, especially a long that does not have a lot 710 of yards is a job for 308, and it's hard. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone really gets the fact that, like, when we're talking about 700 to 800 yards, 308 is now trucking. It's it's having to like it's showing the, its the, age. The, re- the reason 762 by 51 is listed in the Marine Corps um, for for our our uh, sniper rifle as an 800 meter effective cartridge because that's when it runs out of gas and is going back subsonic in most of the loads and most of the precision loads. And like here's something else I want to put 800 is it's wild card after that. Yeah. For, you can I want to put something in context for people too, because a lot of times when you get into these extreme distances, like 700 yards, people don't have a good frame of reference for how far that actually is. But to kind of explain it using a uh, good old fashioned math, seven, I'm going to do a little bit of math over here on my terminal and 
700 yards is 0.4 of a mile. It's almost a half a mile. Okay, guys, that's far. All right, that's really, really, really far to shoot a gun. One of the longest shots I've ever made with a 5.56 was at like 600 yards, and that is pushing that bullet, especially in the conditions we were in. Uh, so, like, when you're talking about like, so we, yeah, we know that 5.56 can be lethal at 800. Yeah, uh, we all watched that video. Um, we know 308 can do a thousand to twelve hundred in the right load, out of the right gun, right load, in, right gun, right conditions, right shooter. Um, I've taken not a ton of thousand yard time. I was lucky to be on a range where we could do it. I did it with a 308, and it took a minute. Like I actually, I was my second shot was a hit, and then it was my ninth shot where I got my next hit, and I was basically just kind of bracketing and walking around to, like, find the sweet spot. Uh, then I did it with a 338 Lapua, and it was easy all day long. Uh, you do not want to be on the business end of a 338 at 1,000 yards. It's kind of just dumb easy and fast. Holy yeah, crap, the, is it fast. Yeah, the, the 338's got ass behind it. The 338 oh, yeah. falls. Like, and that's why it can make those shots. Right. It's, it, it's, not, that, it's not that a good ballistically 308 bullet couldn't get there if it had the velocity it's that right. it doesn't it runs out of gas the same thing with the 556 a good bc 556 can make a thousand yard hit you can do it but it's got to have the gas to get there and most of their muzzle velocity you're just not going to generate it you're not going to have the load to do it and and here's the thing in combat you ain't gotta have a ton of ass behind it nope. you're probably you know, not you, you just gotta hit them you got to get it in there. And then once metal enters the body, most people are like, you know what? You're right, though. You're right. Yeah. This wasn't what I wanted to be doing in my life. As a fun <laughs> reminder, a 38 wad cutter going like 600 feet per second will go all the way through a person. So right. the bullet doesn't have to be going that fast anymore. So 22 guy, I would love to see a professional shooter take a shot at this. Yes. But I'll tell you, who I'd, like, he I'd like to see some data on what that cone of fire looks like out of those guns, out of the oh really God, nice gun, yeah. and out of out of the ten twenty two. Like, what does a consistent load? What's your actual, you know, ten round impact area at seven hundred and ten? Because the more I watched it, and the more I watched him sail rounds close, the more I believe like he at least made the shot once. Like he sent one out there, a can knocked over. Maybe, maybe hit the tractor and the tractor rocked and it was enough energy. So but, we're also talking about when this guy was much younger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if he has extreme vision, he can see that far. I don't think that's, I, I want to own up to this. I don't think 20, I believe two things. I believe 22 man has never shot at 700 yards before. That was his first time even seeing that range. I believe that the, in conjunction with that, I believe what the guy said where he's like, I bet it was either 710 feet on that laser rangefinder because you get a cheapo laser rangefinder. It doesn't right. say, it doesn't say yards. It says feet because it's probably a construction ranger finder. Mm -hmm. Right. Which um, is only 235 yards. Which is still a fucking right. good no, shot. No, like, holy yeah, shit. If you told me, oh. honestly, like, if you walked up to me and you were just some rando off the internet and you said, I shot a pop can at 236 yards with iron-sighted 
your 1022, I'd be like, the fuck you did, right? Even that stretches credulity, but it's, but I would believe it. And I think it would be repeatable too. You could probably right. go out there and get the yeah. range and get it dialed in. Especially I, I, if he you does, spend... he does it with that really nice twenty-two. He takes a yeah. three-hundred-yard shot with that really nice and 22 zaps it, yeah, and and nails that thing. So I believe that as a child, he shot at something that was a distance away, occasionally got a hit, and just was like, yeah. And I've also, like, I grew up with a twenty-two where I could shoot it as much as I wanted to. That was a really joyous time in my life. I shot at everything, any distance that I could. Um, who knows how many hits I had. Now, going back, I, I realized I look on that with the eyes of, like, the past, that little glint. So mm-hmm. I believe twenty-two man has never taken that shot. I, I agree al- with that. I also believe... 22 man was not lying. I also agree with that. Did not believe, did not believe in any way, shape, or form that he was lying. No, I I I believe he genuinely believes in his heart of are we like, oh, we're sworn an oath now? (laughs) I think this is important to say because there are people who we interact with on the internet that say something, and our immediate thought is, you lying son of a bitch. I know how hard it is to do what I do, and you want to come here and say that you can do better than me. Fuck you, you lying piece of shit. I will see you on the courtyard. And that is that is our response. We become very angry. Because- I think that was my initial response to 22 Man's claim was that because I've seen that comment from people so many times who are very clearly lying. And right. then when he they, wasn't they like just, I, they just have this insatiable desire like I have to be cool on the Internet. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say this thing that's absurd. Right. So, like, I did, I, I showed a video for me in a night fighter class where I had a Daniel Defense 308 with all the lasers and optics and all the really cool stuff on it. And I was showing it. I was talking. I was really excited. And guys, like, they taught us how to do that in the Marine Corps without night vision. And I'm like, oh, I will oh, literally didn't. drown you in a bathtub. Shut the fuck up. You are so dumb. Um, And I think they that. I, I think Tell you right that, now, Marine Corps didn't teach you that. Right, because the Marine Corps figured out how not to be night vision, you dumb shit. Like, it was carrots, lots and lots of lots carrots. Lots of carrots. They put a arm. cat up to their eyes. Yes. So, I believe that to be cat, true. It, fun fact if the cat is showing you its butthole, it is the night vision. <laughs> it's activated. I believe the 22 man is like a lot of guys you find in a bar. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I you know, back in my day, 710 yards, cracks. Old Milwaukee, and and these these dudes aren't lying. They're, they're just their memory has just right shifted, and they're not they're not experts at this no. shit. They have no idea, and unfortunately, we sometimes project onto them hostility that isn't there. Yeah, and that's that's the thing I walked away from this with was like twenty two man went out there. And Mike could have been a real dickbag about this, and I would have backed him up. Yeah, 100%. We if, all would have. If, if if this guy got out there and Mike was like, all right, 710 yards, let's see what you got, and he misses and he just can't do it, and every time he's sitting there with, like, the, the mur, 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 like, just every hit, like, yeah. another one. Nur, 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 nur. Like, we would have all been like, yeah! <laughs> Funny! Like, 
finally get that dick back from the internet. But that's not what happened. And Mike Jones, Garantham, proved he was a better man than us. Yeah, 100%. That's and straight up. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought, let's just be cool to this guy. Let's just be. And I, I do think that, like, once he started talking to him on the phone and, like, they got into the discourse, it was like, okay, this guy ain't going to hit this shot. But we could just be cool and I could get a video out of this. It's almost like when you talk to people in real life and not the internet, they turn into people and not just anonymous faces on anonymous fingers on the other side of a keyboard. The anonymous figure whose only context you have is comment that made you mad or where you were like, what the fuck? Yeah. So that's that's probably like all you have on this, this person existing. Um, yeah, so it's there's a lot of stuff here where it's like he comes out there to do this super wholesome thing. I, I really appreciate that every like professional dude was like, This ain't happening, like, there's no way. And, like, and even so, they were like, But we want it to. Yeah, we there, it there to. were a few guys who were like, It's not gonna happen, but I hope it happens. <laughs> and you I know, hope physics breaks for this man. Yeah, I hope physics break. I really do agree with um Grantham's uh camera guy where he's like. We're in trouble. This guy comes out. He's like, <laughs> yes. What a great bit that was. I was like, oh my god. I was, I, I was hoping for that too. Just like he senses the wind and then just like kind of launches <laughs> one into lower <laughs> orbit. Oh, Jack's dying. So, uh, I mean, I feel like that kind of puts a tidy little bow on the the tale of twenty two man. And we do actually have a new product launch that we need to cover today uh, because this is news. And the news is that okay. Look, hang on. I I, I was going to try to make some joke about Smith and Wesson copying Caltech's homework again, but you guys can do that yourselves. Uh, the internet's already <laughs> taking care of that one for us. Yeah, we're good. Two, I even posted like, one, about once it. is coincidence, twice is pattern. I mean, you know. <laughs> so here's the real question: Is which engineers left Ruger and now work at Smith and Wesson? Because that's you know. <laughs> I so. Okay, wait, hang on, hang on. Before we we, sure we get into it. So if you don't know, today is Tuesday the 28th. Uh, this will air on following Sunday. Today, Smith & Wesson officially announced their new FPC, their uh, folding. I don't even know if That's FPC stands for folding. never been seen before, especially yeah. not on a YouTube channel last week that we may have covered. I don't know if FPC about. stands for folding pistol carbine or not. I assume it does, but, but it has I, to, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, what else would it be? But you know, it's also. But anyway, so here's what it is: it is a nine mil carbine. It folds along the top. It, it folds along the action, so that you can. It folds along the action. Uh, it looks like it's got a really thoughtful setup for mounting optics. A nice stock a good place to put two spare magazines in the stock and it mm-hmm. takes M&P mags. And it basically, it, it appears to use a variant of the M&P competition trigger. So you know what? It's probably pretty good. Like I'm not going to hate on it, but it's already better than the Keltec. Yeah. yeah. Because there is a statistically significant chance that when you pull the Smith and Wesson out of the box, it will work a hundred percent of the time. There is a, Lesser chance that that will be true about a Caltech sub two thousand because can we can we say what Caltech really is? They're the R and D department for other right. companies. That's yeah. what one for those unaware. Caltech does not take themselves seriously. No, nope. Caltech. These are the these are the piss mustache people, guys. You can go back to that episode and listen to us talk about. I that. 
I have. I remember walking up to them when they released they their five five six up, and I went over there. I looked at it. I'm like, okay, this is cool. How much is this? And they said three thousand dollars. And I said, are you high? And they go a little. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit! They're like, hold on, we can party. Um, they do what they want, mm-hmm. and. How often have they released a product and then years later we kind of figure out that it was a diamond in the rough and we're like, oh man, when are you guys going to release more PMRs? And they're like, never. Ever. We're done. What what about the CMR, the MP7 for the poor man? They're like, good luck. Hope you bought one. We're good. We made all of those that we We ever wanted to make. Like, oh, well, what about the P32? I I, kind of want one now. They're like, hmm. Should have been, been there when here's more bullpup shotguns that no one asked for. I I didn't ask we did for this. two tubes. Now we did one tube. Speaking uh, of, did you know that they made a new gun? Uh Caltech. Like they have the P17, mm-hmm. which is a thing. What is it? What caliber is this? I really enjoy that on their hang on on their website. 22. Mm-hmm. Is it a 22? It is. It's a Oh, but they also have the new. Okay, so this is the one that I thought that I I was thinking about is the uh, P15, which they apparently launched at Shot Show. When did this gun come out? This is Caltech for you. Okay, okay. The P17, I need to pick it up. Like, I would need to find this thing. But if you want to talk about like a bug backup gun that I would be interested in it's this gun what the fuck dude we make the tx22 compact i will send you one okay hey, okay i i sent one you an email or i want one that said that gun was but, bad but look at this thing this thing is like stupid this is, it does this, look at the this price. Has like i don't want to say two. the price oh wow that's really cheap mm-hmm that is that is that is shockingly cheap. That is like holy crap. That's cheap by Caltech standards. That, that gets you down Bro, to the like. I, I didn't know you could do that, that, that with material for that. Nineties gun pricing right there. Like I haven't right? seen prices like that since I was in high school. I fell into a burning ring of fire. What? Do you it? guys understand that reference? Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on. I wonder what that's like. Okay, if that's what it's priced for on their website, like just to oh. put this in, to put this in comparison, right? Like the TX22 Compact that we make, which is probably a better gun. Well, let's be honest. It's a no, it gun. is 100% a better it gun. Is, like, it is 100% a better gun. I have no doubt. The TX22 that we make is like 300 bucks. All right. But holy cow. Anyway, uh, so back to the, the subject at hand, though. Caltech does kind of R&D for other companies, not intentionally. But what's funny is they don't care. They probably could have sued Ruger over the LCP. Probably, I've always assumed like, that, there's a back, that there's a backdoor deal. I, yeah, I always, like... Because like, it's so obvious so often. Right. Just like, this is a knockoff of a Caltech thing. And of things to knock off from Caltech, the folding 9mm gun that would be the one. That's the, mm-hmm. that was the the sub two thousand was when I came up. 
So I was an early 2000s gun baby. I remember that there was a lot of talk about like covert mm-hmm. license. Mm-hmm. What were your options? Your options were to go buy a Yugo under folder AK, which is the only gun I've ever shot where I was like, this is super unpleasant. I like none of this experience. Um, if you like underfolder AK stocks, you're a bad person. I would rather shoot that shit pressed out against the sling yeah. with no stock. I would, I would rather, I would rather uh, shoot the sling tension. And I'll probably get better hits because the sling is not going to be like, yeah, yeah like it, it's angrily into my cheek. It's angrily into my shoulder. It's too long. Oh, yeah. The length of pull on that thing is insane. If I was willing um, to make the a actual lot of noise, AK stocks, like, oh, yeah, you know, Soviet smaller soldiers, 12 inches. And then they're like, ah, oh, yes, the underfolder for the guys who are 6'8 long arm that we're having jump out of planes. Right. Yeah, if I want something um, to bite me on the cheek and make a lot of noise, I'll go to Thailand. So <laughs> between that and just like in general, it was either that or you got a sub 2000. And I knew a lot of dudes who rolled with sub two thousands, with a surefire G two duct taped to the front hand grip, mm-hmm. and they would bore out the rear sight aperture, so it wasn't like a tiny one; it was like a like a big combat one, and that's what they rolled with. They had a couple of thirty round Glock sticks, and they would throw that in a bag, and they'd be like, "This is this is what I got if I got a." go do some stuff uh and then like more stuff came out sherman house runs a uh 22 takedown 1022 takedown mm-hmm. um which i think is like generally that's that's pretty smart mm-hmm. it's not what i would take um but it but it fits the role yeah it, it fits the it role it's the need especially the the way he's outlined it if you and if you want to talk about like hey I want something that I can easily put in a bag. That's a great option. You can go and shoot that at any range in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, M&P mags are plentiful. Mm-hmm. Not exactly cheap, but they're, plentiful. They're not, ex- they're not exactly expensive, though, either. They're not like, I mean, the last time I bought Sig mags, they were $55, and that was on, that was the cheap end of right. where I was going. Um, I think Smith and Wesson mags, I, I could be completely wrong right now, but I think they're in that 30 to 40 range. I, I, I like think I remember like 40, mags. 44. Um, I would also, if we're being totally candid, 30 round handgun mags are dumb, but 24 round handgun mags are kind of smart. A, uh, 17 round MP 2.0 mag is going for like 30, 35 bucks right now. Yeah. That's the, okay. Then I have no complaints. Yeah. Um, this is, this is a smart move. Also how they like, because it folds by the side, you can run optics on it. Mm -hmm. The last sub 2000 that I saw, you could, it would like fold to the side. I'm like, yeah, I remember seeing that and thinking that was, they they had, they had people who had made a weird, let's be honest. If you buy sub 2000s, you probably don't care about return to zero. Yeah. Return to zero is not high on your like. This is important to me. Liz. I was, no. I was, I was talking to somebody. Return to that way at Dragon Con, and they were like, "I got one of those." I was like, "Well, how, how's the zero on it?" And he goes, "The what?" And I'm like, like oh, "All right, I'm all right." right. Yeah. That answers my question. Let me off, Sonny. 
So here's the thing, right? Like, and you know, I know that there's there is an existing product out that's similar to this called the Trailblazer, which is a folding nine mil carbine as well. It's from the guys who do the Life Card. Um, I've shot the Trailblazer. I think it's pretty neat. Uh, I also think this is neat, and I think this is neat also in a niche. And I'm wondering if we're going to see more of this where people want obviously the pistol brace thing proved one thing. People want compact rifles that they can put in a backpack. Whether or not that that is a realistic use case is a completely different oh, episode. Okay, people okay. want. Hey, 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 people want. We're not going to. I'm not talking about the use case because it's a different episode. People want it. I think we can all agree that there is a market for a compact rifle that fits in a backpack. Com compact rifles that fit in backpacks and fit in small urban spaces in, in your house, in your office, in your apartment. Okay. So let, let, hold on. Let's do our next episode on the use case. Okay. Because I, there's more to that that I want to discuss. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we, I, I 100% agree that we should do that. So, but knowing that people want that and now having the brace option sort of taken off the menu, I wonder if we are going to see an increase in takedown folding in rifles that are built around a technology that allows them to be either folded or taken down and rapidly reassembled to fit in that envelope and if we do i think that's cool because you know what i like compact rifles that can fit in a backpack uh i don't have a use case for it, but i think they're fucking cool and that's kind of where like i started this episode today and i was like fully prepared to dunk on the the fpc but then i'm like but why like i like the trailblazer i think that's cool i like this i think that's cool i like i like it, this it's, is it's oh, funny this scratches my sense edge of, yeah. that smith and wesson is copying Caltech's homework and we can go ah, ha, 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 ha. like the, the meme is funny especially but yeah but, this fully scratches my itch for weird pccs Yes. What PC is it weird? Uh, a submachine gun, but then it's not a PCC, then it's a submachine gun, and that makes it blessed. But yeah, all right, guys, so let us know uh, two two things. Let us know what you think about the FPC in the comments. Also, if you work for FPC, the Firearms Policy Coalition, please let us know what you think about this, because when I'm, I saw I'm the name, totally I was stealing like... stealing your SEO juice there. I'm like... <laughs> And oh, and I guarantee I I haven't tested that yet, but that's actually a good point. I wonder what happens if I type FPC into Google right now. I still get the Firearms Policy Coalition first, but uh, the next result is M and P FPC. So Smith and Wesson, you know what? Smith and Wesson just turns its dark hooded visions towards <laughs> FPC. <laughs> all right guys so let us know what you think about the mnp i want an uh, fpc F edition of the fpc yes i want firearms policy coalition to do an fpc giveaway that's their like their brand logo on it uh the FPC, also FPC. uh did you guys know that there's a fundamental payroll certification where you can get certified as a payrollist uh, and that's I, also I, called FPC? I have seen that because i've i've searched fpc and i'm like huh <laughs> That's so anyway, uh, let us know what you think about the new gun. And also let us, if you guys saw a uh, 22 man's video, please let us know what you think about that in the comments. You know, we don't do a lot of, I have noticed that the only YouTuber that we consistently do videos about is Grand Thumb. And there's probably a, for a reason for that. And it's because his content is fun and engaging. And I don't want to talk about the other YouTubers I watch. That's because none of them, 
is that on YouTube or is that on a different site that it's well YouTube? here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Grand Thumb is the most wholesome YouTuber I watch. Everybody else will get you put on a list. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like <clears throat> I don't even know. I don't I think Grantham's the only aside from Gat Daily and okay, I'm subscribed to a bunch of gun YouTubes because for work. Anyway, yeah. never mind. Forget what I was gonna say. But anyway, that's it for this week, guys. Uh again, let us know what you think in the comments. Next week's episode, we're going to talk about use cases for compact foldable carbines. And I'm writing that down so we don't forget use cases for, but we'll be back uh, next week. Thanks very much for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing, listening, and all of those things that you guys do.